privilege in this place. I can feel it. I can feel it. I can feel it. Lord, we give you praise in this place today. We thank you, Father, for all you've done, for all you have been to us, for all you have been for us. And in everything, we give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. This morning we want to talk to you from the topic strange change. Strange change. Let us pray. Dear Father in heaven, we do thank you for all you've done, for all you have been to us, for all that you will continue to do for us, for how you continue to bless us, how you continue to keep us, how you continue to never leave us. We thank you for this holiday season, this Thanksgiving. We thank you for being able to give thanks. We thank you for being able to give. We thank you for your thanks that you have poured on us. I know that sounds kind of strange, but God, we know you to be a change maker. And we thank you for how you provide, how you give, how you uh, allow us to stand before you and be blessed. We thank you for the word that is going to come forth. Now in Jesus' name we pray. And God's children said, Amen. Amen. Strange change. No, I'm not talking to you about your funny money or your finances. No, I'm not talking about that. No, it's not even related to some ability to do strange things with our lives. No, 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 it's none of those. It's not related to either of those. It's related to our theme, changing for the better. You all know that we are in our theme scriptures uh, and subjects uh, for a few weeks, and we have been talking about changing for the better. You see, our topic today is about change nonetheless. And it is strange because it's about the kind of change that only God can provide. I hope I got some witnesses in here right now. We call it strange because it's uh, the type of change, Brother Allen, that, that is outside of our experience. It, it, it's unfamiliar and it's unknown to us. I hope somebody has had these kinds of familiar, unfamiliar, and unknown experiences. It's strange, Brother Sultan, because it's the change that God makes in our lives that we don't want or we're not sure that we want it, at least at first. I need to say that again. Where it's the kind of strange, uh, because it's the change that God makes in our lives that we don't either don't want it. Let me raise my hand right away in case there's no amens out there. I want y'all to know I, I have had some strange changes that I did not want. 
uh, or I've had some strange changes that I wasn't sure that I wanted, at least at first. I hope I got some witnesses in the house. It, it's strange uh, because God makes us lose something in order to win. Oh, yeah, no, maybe y'all haven't been there yet, but keep on living. You know, it will happen. Uh, for example, it's strange because the Lord will even let the devil test your faith. He'll let the devil test your faith. Just like when he let the devil test Job. Y'all remember Job? In a single day, Job lost his oxen. He lost his donkey. He lost his cattle. And in a single day, many of his servants were killed. In a single day, his sheep and his shepherds were burned up in a fire. And his ten children, count them, ten children, were all killed in a storm. Yeah, in one single day. Y'all know this story. If you don't know it, please come to Bible study. We'll make sure that you get to know it a little bit better. Uh, but that insult to injury, Job was plagued with great sickness, plagued with great gossip about him doing the wrong thing before God. And he was plagued with a wife who said, you should just curse God and die. Yet with all of these strange changes in his life, the Bible says in Job 1 and 20 through 21 that he tore his clothes. Reverend Veronica, he shaved his head. Uh, and he fell to the ground. And, and he in worship and thanksgiving and sang, and I want to paraphrase, I came into this world naked without anything on it. I will return naked. And because of these strange changes going on in my life, when the Lord gave things to me, and then the Lord decided to take things from me, and since he has decided to make strange change in my life, let me tell you, Lord, blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be, in spite of all of it, blessed be the name of the Lord. Yes, it was strange. It was strange. It was strange. God's actions were strange. And certainly Job's response was equally strange. But he gave praise to God with thanks, no matter how strange it may have seemed. Strange change. It's God's way of getting us to our purposes in life. And in the end, it helps us become better than we were before. I don't know about you, but I want to be better Amen. than I was before. I want to be healed of those things that I don't need in my life. I want Amen. God to bless me. And so I want to get down on my knees and bless him yes. all the time, continually. But guess what? Guess what? We may not like his change. We may not, but the scriptures teach us to be thankful in it, anyhow. To be thankful in our circumstances, to be thankful in our hard times, to be thankful in times where we don't seem to have enough. Thankful anyway, 
I hope somebody out there is agreeing with me. Because, you know, Man. back in the day, the cameo, cameo group used to say, uh, uh, she's strange, but I like it. We don't necessarily like it, but yet God has a, a strange way, an unintuitive way of doing things. It may seem strange, but we got to grow to like it. We've got to hear what God is saying to us, even in those times where we don't understand, even in those times where we have just missed the mark. It's strange. It's, it's totally strange. But it's God's will that we have to listen to. Pastor, I'm going to come on and preach now. I was just saying things. Well, here we are. Here we are. Can you believe this? The Sunday after Thanksgiving 2021, which actually, actually begins our season of Advent, which is the season of expectation of the new coming king. Uh, but this morning, uh, before we get there, we really want you to understand the connection between our theme and the scripture that I read and have to keep read for your hearing uh, because they are important. So you see, when you get to verse number uh, 18, uh, uh, in uh, First Thessalonians chapter number 5, uh, we, we get to see that there are 14 exhortations uh, to Christians in view of the second coming of Christ. Uh, I think we all can agree this morning uh, that we believe that Christ is coming back. Uh, uh -huh. And so we have some commands that we are to heed to and to work on while we are waiting his return. Uh, you see, this is not a sit back and a kick back and a chill time, but this is still a time for us to get ourselves ready for Christ to come again. Uh -huh. I, I hope somebody heard me. Um, you, you see, some of these exhortations, um, they might roll off our tongue, um, but they are not easy to do. Um, you see, these commands are telling Christians um, that we need to uphold the weak um, and have patience with them. Um, now, if you want to get people upset, uh, is if you start telling them to have patience. Um, you all know that's one of the things that many of us uh, are short on is patience. Um, you look around in this world and you see people hustling and bustling. You see people moving and grooving and mostly because they don't have patience to ever wait. But God says that we ought to uphold those who are weak and that we ought to have patience with them. Have patience with Amen. people who are in sin. Have patience with people who are suffering. Amen. Be patient with those who want to change. And be patient with those who do not. Oh, 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 I, I know I know that's stretching us, that's stretching us this morning, uh, Pastor Keith, uh, because we are talking about change. Uh, and believe it or not, there are people surrounding us uh, that don't want anything to do with change. Amen, somebody. 
body. Uh, they don't like change. They never like change. And here we are, Sunday after Sunday, talking about we got to change for the better. But God's word says uh, that we're going to have to make some changes. Uh, okay? He tells us uh, that we got to make sure that we don't do evil for evil. Uh, now, that might roll off our tongues, uh, but you let somebody hurt one of yours. Uh, you let somebody touch one of yours. Uh, hallelujah. And you be Am I right about it, Brother CJ? I know I'm talking this morning. Uh, hallelujah. He says to always try to do good and rejoice always. Uh, well, that sounds good, and it rolls off your tongue when you're in church. Uh, but step out on the parking lot. Uh, hallelujah. And let somebody make you mad. Uh, and see how much rejoicing you do. Uh, he says pray without ceasing. Uh, that sounds good, don't it? Uh, that makes good uh, uh, preaching, don't it? Uh, it's good for the preacher to say. Uh, but you know what? When we are in when we are in our homes and in our workplaces uh, and people make us angry uh, and they get on our nerves, uh, some of us the last thing we want to do uh, is pray. Oh, he says not for us to quench the spirit. Don't despise prophecy. Test everything that is said and hold fast to what is good and abstain from every form of evil. But, 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 Pastor Keith, when you get to verse number 18 in chapter number 5, we find these commands in this verse that tells us that we are to give thanks sometimes even in the midst of of strange things. Uh, 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 translation. Can I can I translate that? Um, uh, in, in things, Reverend Veronica, that we yet don't understand. Um, uh, we ought to give thanks in things that we still can't get our heads around. Uh, is anybody like me? That there's some things that happened uh, that you still can't figure out. Uh, you don't know where it came from. Uh, you don't know why it came. Uh, but it's something that you can't get your head around. Uh, and, and the stuff that don't even make sense. In every situation of life, and it says, strangely enough, uh, uh, that it's God's will for us to live and to worship Christ in this way. You know, if you look around and you read, you will find that various theologians uh, suggest that we must give thanks uh, earnestly because uh, hallelujah that Paul teaches us in Romans 8 and 28 uh, God can cause uh, all things to work together <laughs> for the good of them who love him and to those who are called according to his purpose. So therefore, every occurrence, every circumstance, every change must be subjected to gratitude and thankfulness. Oh, my, my, I know it's hard. I know it's hard. You see, in other words, any changes that God ascends or allow, we must learn to handle with thanksgiving. Uh, no, 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 we may not like it. Uh, we may be upset about it. Uh, we may call our girlfriends. Uh, we may call our homies uh, and complain about it. Uh, but we gotta get to a place where we accept it uh, for while we were yet not that God lives in us uh, and we 
in him, we are going to have prosperity and adversity. And both of them are helpful to us. Ah, yeah, 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 yes, yes, yes. Uh, I know, I know, I know it sounds strange, uh, uh, for we usually want the prosperity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give me blessings, God. Blessings rain down on me. Uh, rain down on me. Uh, oh, yeah, that's what we like to say. Um, but but, but we've got to take also the adversity. Um, we, we, we can take the easy. Uh, oh, we love the easy. Uh, uh, but not so much the difficulty. Um, oh, we love the good, uh, but we complain about the bad. Uh, I believe I'm right about it. Uh, we don't want any hurt. Uh, uh, we don't want any pain. Um, and we don't want any suffering. Uh, yes. You don't believe me? Uh, yes. Listen to our prayer sometime. Lord, uh, don't let any hurt, harm, or danger uh, come nigh us. Uh, oh, yes, that's what we pray. Uh, but can I tell you, can I remind somebody that every now and then uh, when, 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 uh, when, when hurt and when pain and some suffering lands on us. It really does sound strange for us to want to give thanks even in those situations. But I came to remind somebody this morning that we can trust God to fulfill his purpose even through our pain. Oh yeah. Yes he can. Yes he can. You don't believe me. You don't believe me. Well it was about over 2,000 years ago there was a man named Jesus who hung on a cross. You tell me that wasn't pain. You tell me that wasn't suffering. You tell me that was a good time. And because of his pain and because of his suffering that he went through, that he overcame, man was able to be redeemed back to the Father, the Creator. And so now we're no longer separated from our Father. That was done through the pain. It was all a part of the process. It was all a part of the plan that he would suffer. Oh, yes, Jesus could have. He could have, y'all. He really could have looked at the people and saw their wicked hearts. He looked at, he could have looked at the people and said they were just men of evil, nests carrying out wickedness. But what he saw was human agents carrying out a larger plan. Come on, y'all gotta understand that each of our lives is connected to a bigger plan. Yeah. Oh, yes. oh yes, oh yes, And when he suffered, when he bled, when he died, when he rose again, guess what? Our sin debt was paid in full. Hallelujah, yes it was. Pain was a part of the plan. And remember Job, you all remember Job, Pastor Keith just retold the story uh, in the beginning of the sermon uh, but Job went through pain. He went through suffering. Suffering. Yet God gave thanks. Job gave thanks in the strange, unfamiliar and outside of his experience kind of change. Because it says it is the will of God for those of us who belong to Christ Jesus. What is the scripture saying to us, church? The scripture is telling us that we should always be joyful. That we should always be in a spirit of prayer. Mm -hmm. And that we should profit by every occurrence in life being content.
fully grateful and obedient because they are inseparably connected. In other words, if God gives prosperity, hallelujah, we're going to praise him in it. Amen. <laughs> Woo, God gives us adversity, we're going to praise him in it. <laughs> Woo, I'm so glad about it. You see, when, when God uh, used Job to illustrate to us that uh, Job knew that God allowed him to become afflicted so that he could be sanctified to refine him. Uh, we got to understand it's a refining process, uh, not a ruining process. Uh, oh, it's all about our perspective. There's that word again. We talk about being refined. We've talked about it before. So after being refined, you all know we can come forth as pure gold. So what can I say to you? Every bird can sing in a summer's day. And it's easy to swim in a warm bath. But when we are in deep affliction, let us not cover God's altar with our tears, but with the fruit of our lips, giving God thanks. Because you know what is happening in a strange way. Paul is teaching us as he tells us to give thanks in all circumstances. That when we give God constant praise and thanks, we got a no church that God is working something out on our behalf. Yes, yes. Pastor Keith, that we yet can not see. We got to hold on and hang on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I, I just have a few nuggets and I'll take my seat back at the organ. Y'all know brother got to work around here. <laughs> amen, amen. Let me tell you, first point is, be glad that God makes strange changes. Be yes. glad that yes. God makes strange changes. Because some of you better be glad for that job that you didn't get. You might not say amen right now, but after a while, some of you might be saying amen. You better thank God for that job you didn't get. If God hadn't strangely changed that situation, you might have been stuck with a horrible boss or in some horrible work or uh, the conditions just were not good or you were being in a position that was just plain horrible. I have been there, so let me raise my hand for all of you who didn't raise your hand. Sometimes you could get in a strange job, but if God is there, he will bring you through. I'm a witness to some of that. Some of you better be glad that that boo that you didn't uh, hook up with. You better be glad that God didn't give that person to you. I know you wanted them. I know you cried and you yeah. belly aching. You, oh my God, I got to have that woman. I got to have that man. But you better be glad sometimes that God didn't give that person to you. Because if God hadn't straight changed 
that situation, you might have been stuck with a player of women. Y'all know what a player is. Uh, and, and God, you might have been stuck with a gold digger. Y'all know what a gold digger. I just want to be real for a minute. Uh, and either of you could have had a whoremonger of any type and, and, and that was a crook to go along with it. Amen, somebody. Uh, uh, then some of us better be glad that we didn't have an overabundance of stuff that we didn't know how to handle. Oh, yeah, 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 because the stuff could have caused us to be so prideful in our lives that God would be resisting us and hate us because we are proud and arrogant. It's in the Bible. Y'all go read it. And so we got to be glad for some of the things that we didn't get. Point number two is we got to praise God in everything. Yes. Not for everything. Praise God in everything. Not for everything. Because we may not like everything, but we got to praise God in it anyhow. We may not like everything. But we got to praise God anyhow. We got to keep bitterness out of our life. You know, because some people get so bitter because things don't go the way they want them to go. Yeah. And if there's something they, they don't like, they get bitter and they show it. And they don't have a smile on their face. They don't praise God for anything. They just want everything to be okay, but they don't give God praise. They, they, they can't keep the evil out of their lives. They, they keep on getting things all tangled up and mixed up and messed up. And God wants us to praise him and then thank him for getting us through it. And then my final point is we don't have to thank God for harm. Some people believe that if things happen and they are harmful, that we have to thank God for that. No, we for harm that God did not cause. We don't have to thank him for it because we, we have to praise our way through it. Amen. We've got to learn the lessons he wants us to gain from it so it will teach us some things. And for harm that he did not cause, we got to continue to ask for strength Amen. to make us so that we will endure. What are we saying? It's strange, y'all. But we got to do some strange praising. We've got to do some things that will give God glory anyhow. Even when we don't understand. Amen. Even when we don't like it. Even when we don't appreciate it. We still got to praise God anyhow. Amen. And so as we finish up this strange change situation what are we saying to the people of God this morning that is this that we have to trust and praise God through our good times and we trust and praise God through our adversity and our pain that God can work through suffering to accomplish his purposes in our lives may sound strange in other words it may be unfamiliar and outside of our experience. But remember, God's ways are not our ways, and that God's thoughts are not our thoughts, yes. that his ways are yes. always better 
that his ways are always higher and that he will always bring us to a place that he wants us to be. We will experience strange change in our lives. We gotta learn to be glad about it. We gotta learn to praise God in it and understand that God doesn't bring harm to ruin us, but rather to refine us. It's in the name of Jesus that we give you all these nuggets this morning. May they sink in your spirit now and throughout the days ahead when something strange lands at your door. And the people of God who heard and understood, let me hear you say, Amen. Amen. And Amen. Bless the name of